Welcome or welcome back to Mo's With Him podcast. If you're new here, I'm the host. I'm Christina Grace, and I'm really excited for you tuning in. This is a podcast that will help you with your faith, your walk with Christ, and knowing that it's a relationship with God and that we need to see God on a daily basis every day. So yeah, we're just learning together and navigating through his word and i'm glad you're tuning in this is episode 10 oh my goodness episode 10 we've been around for some while but um i'm really back to be on this episode i know it's been a little while um this month april has been a lot going on but um i'm just waiting on god and for him to give me a word so i could you know share the word that he has given me I think it's important for us to meditate on his word and pray on it. Um, So, yeah, that's what I've been doing and just waiting to see what he wants to give to me. And actually, this word I'm doing, if you see by the title, um, it's trusting God even when things don't make sense. Because this is actually something I had to learn. And it's something I'm still going through. And God has been like, (laughs) I'm still like learning from God. And um. It hasn't been easy. I'll just say that. It hasn't been easy. If you guys don't know, I'm in school. And so really the trusting God was really big when I started college because um, I had to learn to do it on him and depend on him more and knowing that I cannot do this on my own strength not even just school but like even my relationship with him in every area of my life and so I had to learn to do that and trust him because it was not easy at first freshman year dorming it was not easy and I thank God for my parents for guiding me and you know, really giving me great advice and everything and wisdom, actually. But I really had to understand that this walk with Christ and the route I'm taking academically, education-wise for my career is I need to depend on Him. I cannot do this on my own strength. And my life and my plans, I have to give it over to God because I know He wants the best for me. And It was actually when, actually during that time of entering freshman year in college, I didn't even know I was going to say this. I have notes, guys, so I didn't even know I was going to go off the topic. But anyways, maybe I need to share this. Maybe someone needs to hear this. Anyways, um, Jeremiah 29, 11 was so prevalent during that time in my life. And, you know, knowing that God has the plans for me, good of not of evil to give me expected end and for my future. But I was like, oh, yeah, I know, you know, I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter of his king. You know, I'm his daughter. He's the king. You know, of course, he wants great plans for me. Right. But actually, it's like much deeper than that. It's like, okay, God, I have these plans that I think are best for me, but I need to give them over to you because I want you to take my plans because you know what's best for me. And we we are created here on earth to do his will for our life. And then I got more into a revelation of just God teaching me of what is his will for my life and the permissive will and all of that. And I'm like, okay, God. And then got in more into obedience because, you know, 
I always say this, obedience is better than sacrifice. And if you really want to see the blessings from God and God's hand on you and the favor, obedience is what we need to take. We, we need to have an understanding of that. We need to be obedient to his calling, obedient to his word, obedient to his commandments. And so, yeah, I don't know. Trusting God is been something that's been ongoing for my life over these years. And, you know, sometimes I've, and it's, it's trusting God in all circumstance, in all circumstance. And that's the part is like trusting in God more when things don't make sense. Because I'm like, okay, God. You say for me to trust you, but right now, <laughs> what's going on? But um, he knows the plans for us, and he knows that he wants the best for us. So that's like really what I got from this, you know, trusting God kind of episode that came in, um, and you know, into light for me because I was like, I think people need to hear this. Um, especially like during like my like my age I mean like every every area of our life every season of our life we need to trust God but right now as like you know transitioning to now my career and you know this you know every season of my life I feel like I'm going to another season in my life I need to trust him more and I need him more (laughs) And I need to, you know, really put in my full 100% self and heart into my relationship with God. Because I really need his direction more than ever. I'm like, God, can you just speak to me and clear? And by doing that is like being his presence. But there's, there's so much things we could talk about with this. But what came to my mind was trusting God is like, Okay, trusting him when things don't make sense, right? And we need to not lean on our own understanding. And then, I don't know why, but the Joseph came to my mind from the New Testament. If you know the story of Joseph, there's a lot there to unpack in itself. But really, the trusting God factor and how Joseph trusts God. And his story is long, beautiful, amazing, Please go read, uh, read Genesis 37, chapter 37 to chapter 50, please. But um, we're just going to take a little part of the story that I think is like, okay, really going to like talk to us, you know. So trusting God, what does that mean? It means that you believe that he's in control of everything in the world and in your life despite of your circumstance. Trusting in God goes go beyond feelings rather it means that you could trust in both his character and his promises you believe that he is good and that he loves you you believe that he will fulfill all the promises he has made to you in the bible rather than trusting in your own sense and ideas you believe in god and his word and that's a lot it's not easy right the this walk with Christ is narrow. It's not easy. It's not. 
But the good thing about it is that when we do trust in him, he is going to keep his promises. He's not like, you know, people on earth here who are maybe our friends or people we come across in our life who sometimes don't keep promises, right? And it could be frustrating, but no, God is above all gods. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords, and he's going to keep his promises, especially for his children, especially for his children. So when you like, okay, God, I'm trusting you, but nothing is really like, ugh, it's, it's hard right now. That's our emotions. And yes, we feel like we want to give up and we're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take it in my own hands. But it's just like, it doesn't work out. I'm sorry to say, but it doesn't work out. Trust me, I have done that. And I'm like, God, why am I doing this? I know I need to trust you. And I'm still trying to take things in my own hands. It's not working out. And he's like, well, you know, and hello, like, I'm here. I'm. It's going to be all right. Like, the plans are going to come through. Like, don't worry. Doors are going to open. Opportunities are going to happen. Just trust me. If you could just trust me. That's God right now. And so it's it's amazing. I don't know if this is right. Please, if someone wants to like check for me. But I looked this up. Um, The word trust in the Old Testament alone occurs 134 times. That's a lot. That's a lot. I was like, wow, man, these Israelites, man, did they really trust you? I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's it's amazing because it's like this is a big, big concept in our walk with God. In order for us to really seek him, we need to really trust him with our whole heart and not partially. So um Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. This is probably popular. You guys have heard this, but it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding In all of your ways. Acknowledge him and he will make your straight. He will make straight your path. Um, yeah, it says, do not lean on your own understanding. Nope, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't think you could do it all. And, you know, it's times where we may feel overwhelmed, burdened um, by life, and we're tempted to trust in myself, in ourselves, right, rather than trusting in the Lord. And the unfortunate reality is that sinful self-sufficiency is hardwired into us human beings, right? And rather, the Bible says that I am to trust God with all of my heart and to not lean on my own ideas, on my own understandings. But when we are tempted with fear and doubt and worry, and you feel like those feelings are trying to come upon you, I would just say pray because that's not of God. And the steps that you think you're going to take and the decisions you're going to take out of that fear, out of the doubt and out of the worry, don't take them. That's not of God. Just go in prayer and say, God, remove this. Deliver me from this. Deliver me from this fear. Deliver me from this doubt, worry, because that's not of God. As as children of God, we should not worry. We're part of his kingdom. He does not want us to worry. He does not want us to fear. That is not part of the kingdom. 
that's that's not part of the kingdom so pray deliver that from yourself you know and ask God to help you with that so the faith of Joseph Joseph had faith man and trusting he really trusted God when life hit him hard and um it's kind of an unfortunate you know beginning of what happened but and he did all things right he walked in righteousness but um at the end of the story God really it is shown like he it, God really had the great plans for him um so I'm gonna sum it up just a little bit because I think you guys should really like read the story for yourself and get a revelation for yourself there's so much to unpack like I could have talked about jealousy I could have talked about betrayal uh, <laughs> there was a lot but faith is something and trusting God is something that really like couldn't like I couldn't leave from this it's something that I think I really need to share so Joseph was one of the 12 sons of Jacob and he was the favorite and this is from the Bible again Genesis 37 to 50 the chapters um, in fact Jacob favored him so much that the other brothers grew to hate Joseph they hated him so much that they eventually sold him into slavery yep that happened <laughs> And right next to it, I put family issues. Ooh, okay. So then when things finally began looking positive for Joseph, he was falsely accused. And I'm going to go back to that because I think that's where I'm really going to focus on. Um, and that is Genesis 39. So I'm really going to focus on chapter 39 when... Um, Joseph is promoted into the king's house. Um, the Pharaoh. Pharaoh, right? That's what they call it, Pharaoh. Um, so, okay, I'm going to continue. Um, he was falsely accused of crime he didn't commit and thrown into prison. And, yeah, we're going to go into that. And fast forward a few years, um, Joseph finally got out of prison um, became second in command in Egypt. And then a terrible famine spread throughout the land and Joseph's brother came to Egypt in search of fume. You know what's funny? And I know this kind of like sidetracked, but like the the family, the brothers who sold Joseph into slavery. <laughs> it's crazy. Like it's a full circle, right? Because like, that happened and then joseph got like promoted and then became second in command in egypt and then the brothers those same brothers who portrayed joseph had to come back to joseph and uh you know get food from him man they were like wow <laughs> I think they did not expect for him to be in that position. It really puts your enemies to shame. It really does. But that's a whole other sub subject. Um, and then the brothers came before Joseph begging for food. And um, then, yeah. All right. I'm going to stop there because where I really wanted to talk about is when he was in prison because he was falsely accused. Um, anyways. 
Joseph resists the temptation, if you read the story um, more into it, is um, chapter 39, verse 7 to 12. And then he was falsely accused in verse 13. And then um, the prison where that comes to play is verse 19. So I really wanted to talk about that because really, man, it's like Joseph was like really favored, right? Throughout the story, throughout his life, he was favored from God, like from the very beginning. I mean, he was the favorite of the sons. But what I'm saying is like during this part, like during this time, um, he was favored and then he was put down like in the prison. And so like, I, 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 I couldn't imagine how Joseph was feeling. He's like, but God, like you had a plan for me. You know, it was going right even after like being sold into slavery. Like you took me out of that. Okay. And then I'm right back in prison. Oh my goodness. And then you want me to trust you? So really, it really showed like Joseph had to trust him when things didn't make sense. Because that doesn't make sense. And is he was falsely accused and he couldn't believe, you know, it's just a lot. I mean, that's the plans of the enemy, you know. And so I really want to read that. Um, so let's read before that even happened, that whole situation um, with Pot Pot Potiphar's. I hope I'm saying it right. Okay. Um, his. Um, so that's Potiphar's house. Right. And then, um, you know, the whole falsely accused was with Potiphar's wife um so that took into play so anyways um 39 verse 2 it says and the lord was with joseph the lord was with joseph amen god is with you god is with you no matter where you are what circumstance you are just know that god is with you and he was a prosperous man and he was in the house of his master like this is after the you know the the brother sold him to savory right god took him out of that amen and now he's at the master's house oh my goodness okay let's continue and it says and his master saw that the lord was with him look and that the lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand and joseph found grace in his sight and served him and he made overseer over his house and all that he had he put in his hand and it came to pass from the time that he had made him an overseer in his house and over all that he had and the lord blessed the egyptian's house for joseph's sake because joseph was there and the lord was with him God, God, the Lord blessed the Egyptians' house. Amen. And the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. Everything, everything, the Lord was upon it. Um, and he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not how he had saved the bread which he didn't eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. Amen. Like, that is amazing. Like, God was really, like, on Joseph. Like, he was like, this is my plan for my son. Like, this is the plan 
you're here for a reason and I'm going to be here with you to walk through all this and this new position and, and, you know, in this new environment. Right. And so that happened. And then not too long ago, the master's wife, um, Potiphar's wife, Oh man, really put Joseph in a in a bad situation to the point when Joseph was falsely accused. It's like it's like it doesn't make sense. Like why does this happen to Joseph? Everything was going so well and Joseph was doing the right thing and walking righteous and he even resisted temptation with Potiphar's wife and still did the right thing and no falsely accused man how God uses even people around us to even like try to block the plans that God has for us and so that all took place right so now he's in prison okay now he's in prison so he was top 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 and now he's in the bottom you know, like the lower, the lower, you know, you ever feel. And um, it, it came to this pass when his master heard the words of his wife, of course, you know, that's his wife, he's going to believe, you know, his wife, which she has spanked unto him saying after the manner did thy servant to me and that his wrath was kindled. So I'm going to go into verse 21. But the Lord the Lord has the final say, amen. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Man, it's like, it doesn't know, it doesn't matter where we are in our circumstance, how high we are, how low we may be. God is always with us. He's going to always favor us. He was even favored by the keeper in the prison. What? Okay. Now in verse 23, it says the keeper of the prison looked not to say anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. And it's so amazing because I don't know. um, I... I don't know if you guys saw this the, the movie. Um, it's like a cartoon and it's about Joseph. I can't remember the name of it, but I really love the movie and how they really portray the story. But the scenes that show that Joseph was in prison is so beautiful because of the like transformation he was like he it showed him how he like created a plant like he brought life to prison like. He was like Joseph was so gifted and, you know, and God really blessed him and gifted him. And he was used by God. Okay? He was an instrument a vessel used by him. And so it for him, it was like I didn't need to be used from God to be in like a palace or to be ahead of something or have position. I'm going to use God's glory and show God's glory, even if I'm in prison. And it's so beautiful, like that scene and how he was. And it was hard. Like, you know, he had days that it was not easy, 
But Joseph really pressed forward. Like he really trusted him. And he was like, God, you're with me. And I know you're going to take me out of this because I know your plans for me is not yet finished. Amen. And the circumstance that he was was so difficult. But he prayed, he prayed, he prayed. And he knew that he served a faithful God. And he knew that he served a God that would keep his promises. And that's like amazing because what I took away from this is that God is with us even when I'm circumstanced such suggests otherwise he was with joseph in prison cell just as much as he was with him in the castle egypt and that's what i was trying to say earlier like god really showed himself like i read to you the verses where it says god favored him god favored him god favored him god showed his mercy on him and i and i read to you when he was in the palace and when he was in prison like god still favored him and God was like, I'm going to favor you as long as you trust me and the, the plans I have for you, it's going to come through. It's going to happen, but just trust me. And sometimes we have to wait to see God's redemption. Joseph waited a long time for God to free him from captivity and and, you know, captivity, even from, you know, his brothers being sold into slavery and now being in prison. God is good. Even though life is hard, Joseph knew that God could bring good out of the hard situation. And God did eventually. Don't give up. Don't give up. If you if this is all that you could take from this episode, I just want to tell you, like, don't give up, please. Joseph had a good reason to forsake his faith. He was in a difficult situation. He could have gave up, but no, he did not. His family betrayed him. He lost everything. He was punished for doing some for doing the right thing, for walking in righteousness. He f- was forgotten in prison. He was lied about. He was treated like horribly. But nonetheless, he kept on believing in the God of his forefathers. That is what faith is all about. Trusting what you know about God, even when you don't see the evidence. It's true. And I'm going to end this episode by praying. And really, you know, I I want you to think of this, these points I'm going to say. If your circumstance right now is difficult, we could fall into a trap of concluding that God isn't good and loving or that he doesn't care about the hardship we're facing. And that's not true. That's lies from the enemy. Our tendency is to maybe demand instant relief from our own you know, situation, choosing to give up on God rather than, rather than really pressing through in our faith. You know, it's so easy for us to be like, oh, I'm going to do this on my own strength, right? Like I said earlier, no, 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 no. But what I want you to think of is that when Joseph had proven himself faithful to God throughout everything that happened to him, God exalted him. When life gets you down and you're attentive to give up on God and take matters into your own hands. Remember who God is. Read his word. Remember who he is. Remember he is God and you're not. He is the creator of the universe and all mankind. He knows you and loves you and sees your situation. He really does.
So I pray, I pray that God will continue to have the purpose. He has a greater purpose for your life. In the midst of your difficult situation, although you might not see it right now, like, you know, the good news or, you know, answering to prayers, but but have an understanding that you are doing the right thing to trust his character, to trust the word of God, and he will honor his promises and meet your needs. And I pray this. Lord, Heavenly Father, for those who are listening, my God, I pray for those who may be drowning or maybe not giving up or feel like they cannot continue, my God, this walk. And it's just not everything is not going as they plan. But Lord, that they would trust your plan and that they will continue to read your word and pray and know, Father God, who you are. You're the father, Father God, who keeps his promises for your children. I pray for those who are listening that they will have an encouragement and hope like Joseph did. He was in a pit, pit. He was in the bottom and he felt like giving up, but he pressed through and he knew that he served a faithful God and he knew that he was favored by you. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will give us, my God, an understanding and strength to know to trust you and to depend on you in everything that we do in all circumstances. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you're blessed by this. And thank you for tuning in. And make sure to share this episode and continue to support. Love you guys. And I'll see you soon. Bye.